Across the Park is a Merseyside born football podcast produced by Three Blues and Three Reds. Each week we get together to discuss the goings on at both Everton and Liverpool football clubs, combining balanced debates with some light hearted banter. more about us and the podcast please visit www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk or on social media facebook across the park youtube across the park and instagram and twitter is across the park pc welcome to this this week's episode of across the park brought to you by CheckFit, your online directory for gym club and class over on the tinternet at checkfit.co.uk on social media just go and search CheckFit on facebook twitter and instagram myself ian and judge the three blues this week terry and phil are the two reds we've lost gary i'm not trying to set a go for me page up for him but he's only in work but it's three two on the blues and reds this week I'm here as well, Ian, just so you know. It's not Ian, myself and Gary. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly ne- ne- got rid of Neil as well. <laughs> I tried to. I will have a go for me, Paige. Last week we done something different because there was, there was no games to preview with the international games. Now, on the flip side, there's no games to, to review this week, so we'll do something different to game. We'll start off, I think, with some social media. Phil, yeah, resident yeah. quizmaster, do you want to take <laughs> over? Yeah, so again, we've had a, a good response this week, so thanks everyone for your questions. And I think we're going to dive straight in with a, a blue slash red question. This, this applies to both sides. This one's from Ray via the website, and he wants to know, who is the best team you've seen uh, for Everton and Liverpool and the best team you've seen play against your teams as well? Um, so we'll start we'll start with the blue perspective. Gary? Ooh, the, be- the best team team I've seen, I'd probably have to say Roberto Martinez's first full season um, when we had... Lukaku, Barkley, Morales, even to a certain extent, Coney contributed. McCarthy and Barry holding up, up the midfield. Coleman and Baines were, were in the prime. You know, at that that stage, we had a, we had a solid team. And I think looking back at it, they still had the foundations of Moyes' defensive principles with a free flowing attack and you know flair that that, yeah. that Martin has brought. I think Terry mentioned that a, a few a few weeks ago. But um, the best team I've seen play against us. Going back to the, the Moyes era was when I went to Highbury. I had the pleasure of going to Highbury and seeing us get spanked 7 0 by Arsenal. What year was that? Was that it was the, that, it was the 2005, invinci- wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just That's prior to the start of the Invincibles. Yeah. We just qualified for the Champions League. It was a nothing game for season. us, yeah. It was a dead rubber, if you like. But they had like Perez, Lundberg, Bergkamp, Henri. They were just flying. Really and we couldn't get near them. And, and, and you could just see from our team that we blew. We'd done our job. Yeah. But they were, they were unreal that night. and... It was just a case of just watching and yeah, it was that as well. Yeah, it made yeah. you realise how far <laughs> behind we were, despite the fact we just just qualified for the Champions League. Rest of the country were like when you look back on that, that they were as head of the game as City are now. Yeah. You know, compared the to football the they were playing, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Phil? Um, best team I've seen Liverpool have. It's a tricky one actually. Uh, if you look at it from an attacking perspective, the team that Rodgers put together in in two thousand fourteen. I always remember I was um, at the time I was in a pub in the Lake District and we played Arsenal. I think it was away, uh, and we ended up smashing them five one. And I just remember every time we got the ball, it's it was like fifteen minutes. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just watching it, just like oh my god. Um, I don't think we ever quite reached them heights again, even with this team as that attacking. I don't know what you think, Terry, but just as a pure attacking unit, I think that was 
unrivaled a little bit. And then if you go back to the best defensive performances we, we've seen under under Rafa when we were like grinding out wins against Juve and, and Barca and there was like quite a few one nils and for different reasons. Yeah, different reasons. But then if you put all that to, I mean, you know, there was flaws with both of them teams. Um and if you put it all together, I think the team that Klopp's put together now and some of the football we played last season, I think that was the best. But the best, the best team blend. you've seen play against us? I mean, our, me and Terry were talking about this before the podcast, and we we played Barcelona in the Champions League. I think it was two thousand and one. It was yeah. And um, we've just been going through was the it team. Champions League. Or the Champions League. We played yeah. them in UEFA Cup. I thought it was the, the season before. I was thinking we in Champions League before the following, following season. It was just the performance they put on that night. When when we've gone through the the players there, it's one of the one of the weakest Barcelona teams that that probably that has been for a long time. But the football they played that night. Their third goal, Overmars tapped it in on the line, but the, the build-up played to that, and Anfield just stood up and applauded. It was one of them, weren't yeah. it? So who did they have, Terry? There was like Overmars. Overmars, Clive Vert, Rivaldo was in that team. He was the main um, man at the time, Philippe Cocu. Yeah. Um, trying to think who else was in that team. Puyol must have stopped in there at the time. I don't no. think he was playing, no. Um, just Reisinger. Was like Michael Reisinger in that right back? Remember Rochenbach? He scored. That box to box midfield. was in that team, really. No, he didn't play that night. Not that I recall. That's what I mean. It weren't exactly stars. like some of the Barca teams. No, yeah. I mean, some of the teams that you've seen Barcelona put out over the last ten years have been absolutely ridiculous, haven't they? But as you say, it was it was that goal. They were so drilled in that Barca way. That Tika Taka before the world knew about Tika Taka, weren't it? So yeah, that that was one of the more. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, on, for Liverpool, I can't argue with either of them, really. I mean, I, I before Phil got here tonight, I was talking with, with the other lads, the Blues, and, and the Arsenal game for me, that was, you know, I I don't think I've seen... That same game? It, that yeah. same game, <laughs> it was just a phenomenal display of just absolutely tonking them, you know, from ruthless, the off. It was, just ru- it was ruthless. And I think, you know, Mills, he reminds me, Ian, there, he, he said, I think we'd had a beat Everton beforehand by a couple of goals or, or the game afterwards. And we just went on, I remember us being on a run in that little period where we were just literally shellacking teams, you know, like putting four and five past them yeah. weekly. It yeah. was the first half, you were killing teams. You were yeah, three and up against us, and I think it was four and up against Arsenal in like yeah. 20 minutes. It was like we just got into because I think when people look back on that team, there's, there's a thought that we were, we were classed from the off from the first game and... We were all right, but we weren't top of the league at Christmas. No, but, no, we, but once we, we missed Suarez groove, for 11 games, didn't we? Once we got in that groove, there was just no stopping us. Sturridge was on fire, Suarez was on fire. Yeah. Coutinho, it was, it was just ridiculous, wasn't yeah. it? So, Sterling was flourishing with that's, them around That's the best him. team I've seen you know, play in front of me for Liverpool. And then, I can't, I, as we've just said there, the Barcelona game was the one we were discussing. That's, you know, as, as you say, when Anfield gets up on his feet and claps a goal, yeah. that, that's basically sealed the win for the opposition. Yeah. You know you're playing a team who's put some good, good football together. So. Yeah, definitely. Nelsie? I was I'm minded to agree with you in, in relation to both answers. That Roberto Martinez team that he that he, he inherited from Moyes and added some attack and flair to was was a joy to watch. I remember going to the game and it wasn't you know are we going to win? Is how many are we going to win by for a few months? We, we were that good. Do you have Kale still in? No, he he he'd been replaced by. Um, He'd been replaced by Fellaini a year prior, to yeah. be honest with you, and then Ross Barkley sort of taken over in the number yeah. 10 role. And Barkley complimented Lukaku really well, and they had Morales and Pienaar, very clever players either side. Before you move on to like the best team against them, can I just ask you how that compares to the 95 FA Cup well, that, team? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I was minded to, to agree with Judge, yeah, and if I didn't go with that, there's, there's two other options. One would be... The following season for me, rather than the FA Cup team. That FA Cup team was... That one, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't going to be 
the, the Martinez team, it would be the, the last season Moyes was there, where we had him. Um, no, we had Fellini behind Jelovic. If you oh, remember, of course, yeah. Well, the, we had Morales and Pinar that, that again. Was, that was when Jelovic was a better player yeah, than Suarez in that one. That was a, <laughs> <laughs> that was a period again where, where we were just playing really well, and it seemed to just be clicking for Moyes then. But I'd have to go with a team like that Joe Royal was building. Sorry, just while we're on that one, Origi was also a better player than Lukaku. So <laughs> after that World Cup, true. Yeah, that, that <laughs> the team Joe Royal was building where you had Kinchelskis, Lim Park, Gary Speed, yeah, Joe Parkinson, Neville Southall, Dave I mean, Watson, Andy Inchcliffe. Um, he just he was building a really really good team. He already won a cup in his first season, remember? So that was checked off. And then we just missed out on Europe the following season on the last game, I think. We just missed out on no. qualifying. It was the old days where I think two yeah. got in Champions League and two got in the UEFA. We, yeah, finished, we finished fifth th- and missed th- sixth. Finished sixth. Missed so out. Was, uh, was Ferguson never part of it? No, Ferguson got a few goals in that following season. Oh, he he yeah. missed yeah. half the season because he was in, yeah. in Her Majesty's. He was in come out and we <laughs> beat him. We played a game at Goodison, won 5-0. I think it was Newcastle. Played Newcastle reserves and we nearly sold out Goodison yeah. for Ferguson coming mm. out of jail. It's mad that game. Scored <laughs> a hat-trick, didn't he? Yeah. And he come back, I think he scored another hat-trick against Wimbledon, I think I'm right, at Goodison, obviously for the first team. So he did contribute towards the end of the season. I think that just gave us that little lift then as well. And we went on Kinchelskis the second half of the season. was unreal. Well, he, he scored he got two at Anfield. The following season, he got his head turned, didn't he, by yeah, Fiorentina. Yeah. And the and Russians were trying to sell the gamble, him. The gambling stuff kicked yeah. in as well. Yeah. I, no, remember, I remember that disgusting game. I don't even want to bring this up, to be honest. But that we had against Man U when Cantona got out of jail. Like... Going to jail must be good for players, to be honest. <laughs> I remember, remember he, he, we got it was two all. He scored two pens. We were two 0 up. That was the one where Fowler scored that goal where he sent Gary Neville. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just Michael. smashed them off the ball. Yeah. Uh, best best team against before, before you move on. Sorry, um, again, judges hit it on the heads with with the Arsenal. I've never been lucky enough to see us in the Champions League playing Barcelona like you guys. Arsenal Invincibles were unbelievable. But I remember the game in I think it was ninety eight, ninety nine. Um, United done us four one at Goodison. And they were untouchable. It was they had Giggs, Beckham, Keane, Scholes, Cole and York up front. Yeah. Schmeichel in goal. Yeah, that that's was a special the, team. Nineteen ninety nine. I think it was actually the year they won that. They yeah, won the, the treble. They done us four one at Goodison, and it was like we were lucky to get out with four one. They were that good. Any chance of you saying the Liverpool two thousand fourteen team? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> you know what? I'm not that bitter to say that I haven't gone to Anfield a few times and been like, Jesus, we're, we're in for a hiding here, and, it, and it's happened. I mean, I've seen some really good Liverpool teams, but. It's not a rip. He's haven't really, you know, <laughs> unless you bring that Premier League title down, Queen's right for me. He's not in the equation. No, see, me and Millsy were talking about this before the podcast as well, and I'm in agreement totally with Millsy in relation to that team. When we had Southall, we had Limpar, we had Kanchelskis, Ferguson. Well, is my favourite player of Everton. I, I love the fella. I love Limpar as well. So I was on the same the same team as him for that. The team, best team we have played against, like Millsy said there as well. I. I hate playing Liverpool no matter what team they have. But that team and when you had under Rogers. It was this, it was horrible. I remember I remember Torres was it Torres? No Suarez, sorry. But what there was someone when we used to play Everton and Torres proper had the beating of someone. I think it might have been Jagielka. No, no, because <laughs> we used to, we used to go on about Jagielka at Torres. Because Torres struggled against Jagielka. Yeah. No, Torres used to have used to properly have the beating of Vidic. Vidic, yeah. Maybe that's one of the Suarez had us. Suarez had us every derby yeah, yeah. and he didn't necessarily score I remember the Gerard Hattrick derby yeah. and I think Gerard's got on record saying this that Suarez was very very unselfish that night because yeah. he just worked so hard and he ran us ragged and yeah. he freed those pockets up for Gerard. Suarez was always a thorn yeah. I was so happy to see him go I was in both sides to be fair 
Yeah. I'm just saying, so about, about of the team best team we played against, the, obviously the Invincibles were unreal. Um, we brought their run to an end, which was, which was a pleasure, obviously. We, it's, we, it's easy we to look back at goal. teams, isn't it? So yeah, that we're looked at the, can you think of a game where you've left and gone, Gee, See, that. we haven't got the, I know it's, it's, it's a compliment to Liverpool, we haven't got the, the European nights at times that Liverpool yeah. have got, they can go play Barcelona, they can go play Real Madrid, they can go and play Juventus. We obviously went to, I, went to, I went to Villarreal and watched that game and obviously it was a joy to watch minus the results and what happened, that's fine. But when things kick on and that, obviously I would like to say we'd have better chances, better teams, but the Premier League team, like the United team, yeah, 100%, the Liverpool team, Arsenal. Yeah, but so I, I, as, as, as Mills, you said there, what's the one game you've walked out and thought, wow, yeah, that's else. how we answered did, it. It's got to be a game. We didn't lay a glove on there. You know, if, if, at the end of the day, we, we we could say that, like you know, credit where it's due. Some of them Man U teams that Ferguson yeah. put together were exceptional. Yeah, you know, and Arsenal, the Arsenal team. Uh, Thierry Henry told the Arsenal. I remember the Arsenal Invincibles doing a, was a six-one. I do you remember that one. Got somewhere. Let's go. Played. Let's go. Let's go. Put a transfer request on the day before, and then he played. And was that one of the first games? Was that the first game of the season? I was there. I was there for that. Yeah, and. Yeah, well, that I remember leaving the ground that day and thinking whoever beats them will win the yeah. league. Mm, yeah. And this is how much I know they finished third. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, so talking Europe there though, but before we move on, I mean, you guys obviously picked Barcelona and, and we've touched upon we, we haven't got that luxury. When we've been knocked out of Europe, it's been by, by poor teams. Dynamo Kiev, give us a hide in Sport and Lisbon, yeah. give us a hide in, and you, you look at it and you think. Yeah, it's, uh, it might just be the fear, like the fear of obviously the occasion and whatnot, but. It's a different game in Europe, isn't it's it? It's it's like Everton have been based around physicality in the past, and you can't get away with it. They blow up for everyone. Well, those two teams there, Cape and Sport and Lisbon, experienced European experienced teams. European you teams can just go and turn stretch. those newbies over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Well, that, that answers. Who was, that the, one. was that from? Phil, sorry, was that Ray? That was Ray. Good question, yeah, Ray. Good yeah. question, Ray. Yeah, nice one. Um, so, right, I'll move on to a, little, a red question now. I think. So, Terry, put this one to you. It says. Do the Reds think that the fact we've scored more goals in the first half than any other team is important? And that's from Bobby Lee on Twitter. Um, I think it's important in the context that our front three haven't necessarily been firing and we look much stronger now in defence. So scoring first is obviously a big a big benefit because the front three aren't firing. Yeah, I think I'd be worried if, if we were conceding first in games and then relying on them front three at the moment to try and dig us out of the hole. Obviously, we'd be in a different position in the league, you know. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I think the defense, the way the way that at the moment that's the strongest part of the team, which has not traditionally been the case under Klopp. Um, the fact we are scoring first, and you know, before other teams, and and we've scored more in the first half, as the stat says, I think it is. You know, it is. Do you set up? Important. Do you set up like that? Do you set up to go and score straight um, away, or? I, I, th I think under Klopp, I think we've always played that sort of. You know, try and go full full throttle from the first whistle, and you know we've just mentioned it there under the Roger under Rogers. Mm -hmm. That was the the way that we played, and I think we have played that way under Klopp uh, to a degree, especially in the Champions League. We yeah. did last year, um, but it hasn't always worked out that way for us. You know, but when it has, I think we've got a, a really really good record over the last couple of seasons. To be honest, of once we're ahead. We're normally okay, but it's, it's when it's we go crucial behind. to the way we play, isn't it? As yeah. soon as teams come out and Liverpool, because I I think our big problem, maybe not this season, but under Klopp has been when teams sit back, they've been difficult to break down. Yeah, we've got to break them down. And, yeah. and if we get that early goal, they can't they can't sit back then. Mm. So it's really significant if we if we can do that. It, that's positive to see. You could also say, 
you know, we've, we have been scoring early, but we haven't really been scoring too many late, have we? I feel like we've been tiring towards... I haven't got the stats in front of me. No. It I feels like we've been tiring a little bit towards the end of games. Yeah, I don't, we haven't really nicked any games as such, have we? No. Um, although, I, th- I seem to remember seeing a stat up to last season where out of all the teams in the Prem or something, we've been... The one who scored the most late goals. Yeah, po- yeah. I was as I was saying that I was thinking. That I've, I'm sure I've seen the stats. I was thinking that. Yeah. I was it surprises me because I was always say that man, you would be the ones who always get the late, the late winners and stuff. Yeah. But maybe we did against Chelsea, didn't we? To be fair, mm. maybe Storage. it's me being a blue and looking at like God, they've scored late again. But I've always had the impression that you do. I remember under Benitez when you was, I think that season you was Van United close for the league. You were picking up loads of late goals. Dave Cout was scoring late goals. Steven Gerrard. Yeah, we have done yeah. it certain years and stuff. But I think this season I felt like we looked a bit tired. And Seconds half, but apart from you Chelsea, the longest pre-season, didn't you? Isn't that so? Yeah. Like it, it, you seem to, it's understandable. Like I quite a few read to respect to work. They do say you, some of the players do look a little bit tired. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. It won't obviously going forward the international break. If it can help, I don't know if it can help or hinder. But can go both ways, can't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, getting the first goal as well. If you score too early, you can be a hindrance to some teams because then you're like you're caught in that. Limbo of what twist. do we do here? And you know, it's they always say like one nil or even two nil isn't a good scoreline sometimes, don't we? It, it could be an important point. tactic for you to get more players involved. And, and I say that in relation yeah. to when you were 3 0 up against Southampton and you took your foot off the gas, there's a chance there to bring a Shakiri on. I know we started that game, but an example to bring someone on for 30 minutes, mm. Fabinho maybe give them some legs because the game is won because you have started off the trap so, yeah. so fast. We did mm. see that last week, didn't we? Like the, 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 the game, which we've come to later, like Liverpool are playing Huddersfield, like the. If they go off the top, go full batting straight away and you start, you tonk them 4 0. Yeah. And then you can start bringing the three just straight to a half time, three players on. You know what I, I mean? As an opposing manager, if you go one to, if you go down one early to Liverpool, you, you think you're probably thinking, What the hell do we do here? Yeah. Mm. Are we going and probably the best thing to do is just keep tight and, and, and don't really go for it. But then if a second goes in <laughs> Yeah, well I think I think based on last season, you know you, we've had it I think this year Maybe not so much in that. Well, Man City came and sort of set up to frustrate us, but I think teams are now maybe starting to come to, to especially to Anfield with that mindset of we're very unlikely to get something here, you know, and yeah. they're not even looking to try and get in the game. It's more like just not get tonked. Yeah. Before because you before you brought Van Dijk in, there was always that. Was we'll say. get a set piece here. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So it, now I think we, maybe we are starting to get that little bit of respect based on last season, but weirdly that's coincided with the front three not scoring. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm not firing, so... Mm. So, yeah, um, okay, that covers that one. And we'll move on to a blue question then. So, this one's from Steve via the website. I feel like I've said that about three times. Steve sent all these <laughs> questions in. Um, Leighton Baines and Sell Phil... some T-shirts. <laughs> Leighton Baines and Phil Jagielka are in the last year of their details. If it was... Of their deals, sorry. Um, if it was up to you, do they get new deals? I can't answer that question without seeing more of them this season. I haven't seen enough of them. Leighton Baines lost his shirt. I think it was three games in. I think we played Bournemouth away, three games in. Yeah. Uh, and he was at fault for, for giving a penalty away, and he lost his shirt. Jag Elka made a mistake in the first game, three-game ban, and we haven't seen him since. Yeah. That is not necessarily an indication that they're no longer good enough for Everton. It's a long season. We're only in two competitions, which doesn't help them. Yeah, you've got to see more of them. Jagielka's thirty six and Baines is thirty four. You're more likely on paper to give Baines an extra year, but again, Baines has said in previous articles that once his football career winds down, his football career winds down, he's got no interest in staying in it. He, he's yeah. into his music and his photography and things like that, and he's yeah. he's made it clear that 
once that era of his life's over, there's, there's more to life. There's yeah, one, it's, it's one of them as well. I mean, I know you're saying that obviously Jagielka is a little bit yeah. older than Bane, so you'd think he's the more likely to get the you know the deal, Bane's. But there's in modern way. football, ones of modern managers like Silva seems to be he's going to set up the way that almost like we use our fullbacks, and that asks a lot. It does, of them but, players, but also know. what I'm saying there about Bane's, the reason I'm saying it is I think he's the less likely of the two to be knocking down the door and saying, I want I'm ticking down here, yeah. and I need to sort my future. I think he's the more more relaxed of, of, of the two in relation to what he's going to do next. Jagielka has always been linked with a move back to Sheffield United. He's 36, but I could, I could see him easily dropping down a division and playing another year. John yep. Terry's done it. Yeah, yeah. See, for it's me, I completely agree in relation to Jagielka. I think I think he will potentially drop down a level or two for Sheffield United. obviously yeah. a potential for him. For Baines, for me, I think it's very important that we do offer him at least a one-year extension. Reason being is... Who else have we got of covers left back? You'd have to go and sign someone. You'd have uh, to. You, you couldn't. You couldn't have a thirty-five-year-old backup who wasn't good enough. Kuko's left Millsy. I know it's obviously <laughs> upset to like. So like, we could bring him back if that helps. Listen, I, listen, I'm a massive, massive fan of both. Probably more so late in Baines. My little boy runs around with Baines three on the back of his shirt. I, I, I made sure that happens. Like I did last season, I got cut the Rooney shirt. I wanted my little boy to have, yeah, you know, those kinds of players on on his on his shirt. It'd be a sad day when when Leighton Baines leaves Everton. It'll be a sad day when Phil Jagger leaves Everton. Jagger has been a very good captain, yeah, as well. But I think more so, what you might lose from a pair of them is their influence around the club. Yeah, I know Silver's referred. Silver got asked this question this week. He cut an article in the Echo about it, and he sort of said, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see when we see and but they're so valuable in the dressing room. I mean, they'll probably come as phase in the season where. Each one of them gets a run of games. Christmas, five games in ten days or whatever, isn't it? So. And if they grasp that and look really good, then the club starts talking. Because like any good club should do the business with it with a player of that age, season by season, and you only get ever get a one year extension. And even then, is it like pay as you play or or what is it? But I think you you have to wait and see. As you said, do they take that chance? Do they prove that they can still do it? There's n- there's no right answer really because you're going to get critics both ways. If both those got a new one year deal next week, you'd have people saying we need to move on from this. Really if we let both yeah, go, you'd have people saying stuff to the club. Don't want to the dressing room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not bad. The, the pair of them aren't bad players. Like obviously, uh, like I said, if, if, if Dina goes out injured, who'd you cover get left back? You, you could ha- you'd happily if we didn't sign Dean, you'd happily start the season with Leighton Baines left back. Of course. Jagielka saying exactly yeah, true. Jagielka, obviously we've just signed we've got Keane obviously who has his moments. You've got then Zuma and you've got Mina who you've yet to play. So Jag Jag Jagielka around those players will be a massive help to them. Everton are How much do you pay someone just to sit in the they, background and have an influence? Oh, it's, you know what I mean? To be fair, mate, the amount of money we've I know it's it's all money, but the amount of money we saved in the summer on dead wood we could afford to give them another year deal. Yeah. We definitely could. So, so is your answer, I mean, we haven't answered it yet, is your answer to give them another... For me, I'd 100% give Baines a year, another year deal. Do you know what? I will give them both because of the fact that we've got... Zoom is on loan. That's right, isn't it? Zoom is on loan. So obviously, you're, you're, then you're left with... You've got Holgate... Mean but if, if Zuma if Zuma goes back to Chelsea after having hypothetically goes back after having a good season, and then we say, oh, okay, we'll put thirty-seven-year-old Jagielka back in. That you know? isn't. No, I just think uh, uh, like Holgate can do a job. I just think he's he's good. If you have mentioned it, I think Terry mentioned as well. He's good to have around the club, hmm. and Everton are good in relation to their players. They like they, they treat them as their own. You know what I mean? Like we, we will look after our players. We've done that with p- players that have left and gone off the rails. Well, we, we, we were having this. And... We were having the same conversation three years ago with Hibbert and Osborne, weren't we? Mm-hmm. They were in the same situation where you know club legends, local lads, deal winding down. Do you give them a deal? 
because of who they are, or do you move on? Actually, we moved like, on. Even and, and with we, Liverpool legends who were aging, when I think back, I remember always saying through like remembering through the season that they were playing to see if they were going to get another one year deal, and it depended on how they performed that season. I remember it happened with Fowler, and we were all like, "I wonder if he'll get kept on. I wonder if he'll get another." Um, and I remember Giggs, I'm sure he had, he had to prove himself every single Roland, year to Ferguson Roland just deals, to get yeah. another one year deal. And he, obviously he did, and he went on for however long. But it, I don't think you can say before Christmas. No. It's a very good question. It's, it, it, it can get obviously a lot of. A lot of people thinking who, who listen to the podcast as well. So if you have a little thought on what you think, just let us know definitely on social media. I hate to sit on the fence and not answer it, but I mean, I the answer for me has got to be you, you've got to see more of them. I won't sit on the fence. I'll say, be, I'll say both yes. Well, S- Silver's sat on the fence, hasn't he? Because oh, he's well. basically said both players have got a part to play at this club. But there's no need to talk about deals at yeah. the moment. There's other business to be done and like you know games to be won and stuff. So he's sort of basically almost. Do you know what though as well? Sorry to, to cut you off. It could the January transfer window could play a massive part. Yeah. Like there's a lot of business to be done. What does that mean? Are you going to sign a, a left back? Are you going to? You know what I mean? So yeah, you could I even you could even see maybe the likes of Jack Elka leave in January to go on loan somewhere. <laughs> Listen, they're not, they're not the only ones me. in the final year. You know what about uh, Danny Williams? They're not, is it not Danny Williams? Ashley. God, Ashley Williams. Ashley. I'm on the boxing train again. He, he's, or, he's, already, he's already been shipped out on loan to Stoke. So I will I, drive him anywhere in the country he needs to go. It would take Ashley Williams buying Everton to get, to get Ashley Williams a new deal. Yeah, I put it on Instagram, each of them three players, and asked, asked the Blues, you know, what would you do with each one of these? And Williams got slaughtered, to be fair. What a shock. Yeah. The, Stoke, yeah. the Stoke fans are slaughtering him as well. So <laughs> yeah, that was all Stoke fans. <laughs> <laughs> Right, another thing that's been trending on social media and we're getting a lot of questions about week in, week out and we have, discu- we have discussed it a couple of times on the podcast as well um, about Fabinho, obviously a lot of people are frustrated we paid a lot of money, we haven't seen a lot of him so this one's from Michael via the website it says it, Fabinho is very Diddy Haman in that his style is to sit and protect the defence you even said uh, this in an earlier show this isn't how we play, we play with energy and tempo which he doesn't have um, do we cash in in January? Um, so I'll start on this one, Terry. Go for it, if you don't mind. Um, like, I, I don't think that you, you, you can say any of those things about Fabinho with, with any sort of confidence. We've not seen enough of Fabinho at Liverpool, um, which is the comments that Terry was making off air, and you know, 100% to agree with that. The only thing I would say is that when we go back to the start of this season and we were having this debate amongst us, I feel like the other Liverpool lads on the podcast were saying to me that Henderson, Milner and Wijnaldum weren't good enough in the six because they weren't proper defensive players. They didn't understand the position. So I think like the theory was that he was brought in to be that more of a... Sta- when I say static, I don't mean he doesn't run around. I mean, holds his position more... more you know, he holds his position more basically in, in the centre in the uh, defensive midfield position. So if that's the reason he's being brought in, is that conducive to how we play? And my whole argument back then was was no, it's not. If the reason, if there is more about Fabinho and he can get involved and you know he, he can pass and he, he can he can push forward, and we've brought him in, and he's going to take the place of either Wijnaldum, Milner, or Henderson because he's better than them at doing that. Then Jesus Christ, he must be some player. Um, but that to me wasn't the impression of why we bought him. Yeah, I think. You know, it's fair. I think at the st- when we first discussed it, when when we made the signing, and it was he's coming in as a defensive mid. He played there for Monaco, and I think the point that I, I get your point that that isn't the way we play, but it is the way we play because we're asking Henderson to hold his position, 
and he holds that position. He doesn't do anything, anything else really. Yeah, other than there's a lot of natural running from Henderson. But, yeah, yeah, but you know, we're not saying that someone's going to park up and just stand there like a frigging tree in the middle. No, of but the like, pitch. wasn't the criticism about Henderson was that he wasn't where he needed to be because no, he was everywhere? No, the criticism for Henderson for me is that he isn't necessarily completely. He's, he's not. A, he's not a defensive mid. He's not. You know. He's not. Not the way he's been. His career has gone. He's been forced to play there at Liverpool. I'm not a hundred percent sure that them goals that we were getting caught out in under Klopp, where it was a quick break, and balls were getting pinged over the top, and opposition teams were running onto them. It happened when we played Leicester. It happened in, I think we played Swansea, and they scored goals that way. And it was, does Henderson know necessarily where to be? Was he getting sucked into the you know the midfield because that's what he's more used to rather than being a holder? So there was a little bit of defen- uh, disciplinary questions positionally for me around Henderson. Now, I think he has got a lot better and he is holding that position. He's more disciplined there. The problem now that I see with him is I don't think he's good enough to basically take the ball. And I'm, I'm not critical of Henderson. I defended him on this podcast you know, when, a couple of weeks ago when we were all <coughs> talking about it, when he, yeah. he got brought on, he had a bad game. Yeah. Um, but looking at it now, the way we're getting the ball... Centre Arsenal got the ball. Van Dijk can play a ball. Gomez can play a ball. I'm not seeing Henderson come and take that ball, be able to turn, and find a man. When I'm watching him at the moment, it's he's getting the ball into feet, and it's either a pass straight back the way it came, which gets us nowhere. Well, do you just mean at the moment? The do you just mean no. right now? Because over the course of his career, I've seen him play plenty of nice diagonals. Yeah, Henderson. when he's got time and he's got yeah. space, he yeah. can get his head up and do it against the best midfields that are pressing us and not letting us have that time and space. When he, that he, might be his ability to turn rather than yeah, pass. Yes, and and that's why I think I've been so um, surprised how well Wijnaldum's done in that role because I think he's got that ability. You know, we all laugh and joke. He's got like you know the best bum in the league yeah, and stuff. Yeah. He sticks it out. He can Back shield a ball brilliantly, mm-hmm. and I think he's got that bit of guile to be able to turn. Yeah, he's got that bit of soul. so. Uh, that's why he's done so well in there now. What, is Fabinho what, what, what that player who can I'm come in and do that? I don't know, but, he, but when he was Michael. right back, just just let me finish a sec. When when he come in, when he played right back for Monaco, he was apparently really good at getting forward. He could carry a ball. You know what I mean? He had passes in him. He was quick. You're not facing, even though he's six foot two. You're not facing your yeah. own goal at right yeah, back though. Yeah, granted. And the whole my big big criticism of him against I think it was Chelsea. Yeah, it was Chelsea in the, in the league cup. Was that he was receiving off the defence square and yeah. he had to go straight back. So maybe. That is the case, and he isn't going to be any. But he's not going to be an improvement on Henderson. In which case, we've got a problem. The point I'd make to you know the the uh, was it Michael or did you say or Michael? Yeah. Sent the, the question in to say he isn't going to be good enough. He's not what we need. He's and basically he's a he's a diddy man. Based on what? Because I, I don't think we, I Jesus. don't think we've seen any anywhere near enough football out of Fabinho to be able to make a decision. You've seen him against Chester in preseason, Tramiric in preseason. He played against Chelsea the other week and, and didn't cover himself in glory. But he, you know, it's a new t- a new team to him, a new so setup, a new so country. He's three games. Yeah, so how can you uh, say nah, someone isn't good enough bit, after three games? What I was going to say rash. is what I'm reading from that question, Michael. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm misreading it. Is you've possibly seen him play that role somewhere else, whether that be for his country or his previous oh. club. But but if, he if he has played that role, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I didn't watch a lot of Monaco, Monaco last season. Four, but they played two in the middle. was four two, wasn't they? It? Played two in the middle, so he hasn't played. As a he's he's, ref, he's referring there to Fabinho being a, a player who will not fit into your system. So, so I think what he's saying is now we've seen that. Do we do we just move on? Do, That's we, do we cash in and get someone in? Yeah, Maybe. I think the thing, a bit too early the thing is, our system is Henderson doing that exact job. 
So it's I, I don't think we've seen enough to say he definitely can't replace Klopp, Henderson. Klopp demands of Henderson, I think, more than that job. I think he demands of anyone who plays in that six. That's clear from watching Liverpool. Yeah, and I'm, so, I'm, so it makes you think, I, I would love to speak to Klopp and say, what was your vision? What is your vision for Fabinho? I was and why did you sign that, him? Yeah. What, what did he know. say when he sat down with him? What, what I see you doing in this team so is X, Y. Is he the direct yeah. replacement for Henderson? No, well, that's what we you assumed. You can't get past him. That's what we assumed <laughs> because he played, he played as, like a, as a defensive mid for Monaco. Well, fair, you want to stick to Henderson gets off Liverpool fans. You can probably... Um, last see, we, at the end of last season, in that Champions League run where we got to the final, he was tremendous. So why at the end of that season are you thinking he needs replacing? Is there... I know um, this is this is a bit of a curveball. Oh, is there a chance that he's been signed to co- to play right back to to share that role with Trent? Because Klein isn't getting a look in, is he? Well, you moved Gomez there last week, didn't you? Well, exactly. When but we have seen him, he hasn't been in right back. No, well, yeah, true, he hasn't. But I wouldn't be against him if that's how you get him into the team and see what he's yeah, about. Why, why what not about Trent's development? Though? Yeah, yeah, but we've took Trent out the team and we've fought, we've we've tired, changed the centre half pair and that's done so well to take Trent out the team when you've got someone who's playing Champions League football and Brazil playing for Brazil at right back. So it's like, you know, why not maybe try and... What if he has a good game? What happens to Trent? Well, you know, it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? There's worse mm. problems to have than two top right backs competing. Yeah. Well, look at this now. You just like Lovins just come back and had an absolute stormer. So what do you do with Gomez? Well, exactly. Yeah. Like what? So what? You, like I don't think he did have a stormer. I wasn't here last week, so I just want to. Well, let me just let me just address what I wasn't here last week, but so I'm going to stick my oar in now. That performance from him last week just absolutely typified him. He had a great game all round, but he, he dived in and it should have been a pen. Mm. And for me, that's that's him every single game. Played great, gave a goal away every game, and you just. You yeah, can't continue I, I know with what that. you're saying. I know what you're saying. I've never questioned his general quality, just major, major cock-ups in every game. And he did it against... Co- costly. Costly, and he did yeah. it again. We just got lucky the ref never gave it. So, Gomez hasn't been doing that. And for me, Gomez, I'd, I'd throw him back in. Yeah, he had a good game, but watch how much Lovren will cost you if you persist with him. I just think, Mike, I love what Michael, he just needs to just see what happens over the next... Like, we, like we've just mentioned there, ours totally different, but we're like, like asking about new deals for Baines and Jagielka. Like... Saying ship him off in January. Now I think you try and see what he's like over Christmas or like run up to Christmas and give him time. Give you him can't judge a player a until he's played 10 one games. Ga- one game, 10, 15 game games consistently. He's younger than he looks as well. He's 24. Well, like, oh, he's that young. Okay. So, you know, he has. You, you're starting to think at that sort of price level, he's got it. There's got to be a point where we're going to have to see him. And maybe it is now because maybe we're struggling. Injuries we're we're going to address it earlier, but we're struggling for injuries. So, so everyone in this squad that. is going to get a good chance to prove themselves. He hasn't had his yet, so reserve judgment on it. Yeah. But sell in January, no, no not, way. Not for not me. No. Right, OK, Blues. Um, I think, he, so this one's from Joe on Twitter. He says, I think Everton need to spend big on a midfielder and a striker in January. Do you agree? I can certainly see why he would say that. Um, we've shooed Richarlison into the central striking role at the minute, which, you know, it's only one game in, but it worked. Uh, is he a long-term striker? Probably not. I think he'd have to change the whole system to accommodate a front three of Walcott, Bernard and Richarlison. So you'd, at some point in the season, if we play that three, which is similar to how you play, we need what you've got, which is storage. We need that backup striker to come on and score goals when that three isn't working. Tosin... He had a, a decent, you know, first few months for Everton. I think he scored six or seven goals in the second half of the season. Not prolific, but but decent, especially for a new player in the Premier League. I don't think he will be long term Everton number nine. 
I think I can probably see him going back to back into Europe sooner rather than later. So it means that we do need a striker now. Now whether that striker is going to be a a record signing striker or it's going to be someone like you have with storage, like a Premier League striker. So storage is a backup to our front three. That's so what I'm saying. You, if you do, if all you're after is a backup, then won't Tosson do? No, I, I don't think he scores as many goals that we probably need because if, if Richardson. No, we've missed Richardson for three games. We missed him badly for sending off. If he pulls a hamstring and he's out for eight games, not only has the system got to change, but you're looking at a striker who's, who's it, not clinical. It's that catch-22, isn't it? Who, who is going to be good enough to come in and carry a team for ten games if Richardson yeah, does do his hamstring? You could, who are you going to be able to go and sign that's happy to sit on the bench otherwise? I think yeah. he could probably come. So it's a very like, unique scenario with us because of his injury record. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to look at, I mean, i probably get, get pelters for this, someone like a, a, a Jamie Vardy. To, to come in and you just sit on the bench, mate. He's, 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 he's not going to get gonna much. He's not, still he's, doing it. He's playing every week for Leicester. No, he's he's going to eventually be sitting on Leicester's bench. Eventually. Eventually, not yet. Yeah, well, that, that no. Leicester will be looking to replace him. You've got to get someone like that who you say, look, you're proven in the Premier League, but you're not going to play every game. Well, I think I you've got to get someone like that. Honestly, show. mate, I don't think you're getting Vardy like, on that basis. I, I don't I think you get Vardy. You wouldn't get Vardy tomorrow. But when in January? No. No, I, I, listen, I, I disagree. I think Vardy would be the same. Come here, Vardy, come and sit oh, be, on Everton's bench. It'd be a great option for I think it'd be a terrible move <laughs> for Vardy. I'll be, I'll be honest he's still, he's that, still playing like, every week for Leicester, mate. He's like still their main man. And England. I, and I England. Don't, I don't, well, he's retired I, I don't from England, isn't he? At all. But Vardy will come to Everton knowing that he's going to sit on the bench. But that's who you'd have to get. And I think no, that's what I the question's, you, question's asking. Would you think we go and get someone no, like that? To, if you're going to go, if like, hypothetically, you go and get Vardy, you're going to play Vardy through the middle and you're going to have to play. Yeah, from what I've seen, you you guys need to get this Bernard, Bernard, Bernard into the team. Well, he is. He's, 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 now, yeah. he's played the past couple of Yeah, games. but he's in it because Richarlison's up front. If you start bringing in a big striker who's going to play, it's, is it him who's benched? Uh, mate, I think, I think, I think Bernard's... If he has, well, I, just think, I think he's it, that's his share to lose now with the way the way he is, to be honest with you. I just think, answering the question, I just think, yeah, I do agree in relation to that... I would like another striker. Uh, I'm a fan of Tosin. I just think it was this just it's just a bit like a Firmino would use at the beginning of the season. Yet he got the what's that saying? The horse off the you know what I mean? When he scored the goal, it's a the big monkey man. off his back. That's the fella, not the horse. Love <laughs> 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 carrying horses, right? <laughs> um, Tosin, I just think yeah. he just and then he had a bad game. Obviously, the, the, the game after, but I just think give him a bit of a run. He, he can be a decent a decent striker for us. Is it going to be long term? Probably not. Is January the window to go and get a long term? Joe's question here though: big money on a striker. That's what I mean. So, so he doesn't January want. He doesn't want Glenn Whelan or Charlie Austin. He wants us to go it, and get. It sounds like Joe doesn't want Richardson up there. To Do me, you know I would. Well, he's not a striker, is he? He's, he's been. He's been. Yeah, he didn't start there. He's been shooed in because Tosin's not scoring for us. Though. Do you know, I would yeah. throw big money at genuinely, and I, I don't. I'll say it, I don't really care. I would throw massive money at Rashford. Massive money at Rashford. He is. Maybe he's not going to come in and sit on your bench. No, he's, no, he's, no, no, no. He would. No, he would start. He would right, he'd start. You've, got, you've got more chance of getting Vardy to come and be a squad player than Rashford. I don't know because he's been linked away. Rashford, he's not getting the game time, is he? That's I, what it means. He'd want to. Could you do a two-three-one where you play Bernard on the left, Richarlison in the middle, Walcott right, and then someone like a he's, he's not going to strike that front. front three that's currently there of, of Bernard, uh, Richarlison, Walcott. He's not going to change that un- until we go through a barren spell yeah. that will be the three now and that's that's based on one game okay so what about big money on a midfielder essential I, I presume he means to replace Tom Davis as, as he specified where no, we or just, hang on we've got Gomez because you've got, Gar- you've got Drissa Garner guy who's the defence midfielder I, I certainly wouldn't be looking to replace him Sigurdsson uh, Sigurdsson as no. the 10 
the way he's playing this season, no, you, you can't say you'd get him out the team. Schneiderlin, he's he's been dropped. He starts the season. He starts the season as the. It just passed away, yeah. and then obviously he come off after like forty minutes or thirty minutes. He's not he, really got back in, and he's not got back in because obviously Davis has has played well. Um, Gomez is fit now, so Gomez potentially may get a bit of a run on the weekend. Yeah, he's, he's have to see what Gomez I plays just, like. I think. I, I would have liked to have seen us bring in Loftus Cheek. He's, like he's available. Cheek, yeah. I'd have took him to play in the. Um, that that sort of Tom Davies role now. I'm I'm a fan of Tom Davies. I've, I've said this on the podcast. He's little marmite. He's the new Barkley with Evertonians. You can love him or hate him. He probably he probably does this season needs upgrading. I, I certainly wouldn't object to bringing a top class midfielder and someone who like a who can link play, find little pockets like like a Fabregas type. You know, just a clever. Yeah. We've never replaced Mikel Arteta. Yeah, he had someone behind him and someone in front, money. and he had all. You <laughs> <laughs> haven't found the money. <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't be opposed to both, to be honest. Um, big money on both, so uh, you I look, just think you're, you're looking at you're looking at first teams there. Again, it all depends between the thing is, I don't, now and January, you doesn't it? Loftus Cheek. I don't think you'd, I don't think you'd spend big money on Loftus Cheek, would you? He's not like. I don't know. Wouldn't be cheap. Well, no. To be fair, no one's cheap nowadays. But like, you wouldn't be looking like huge money. I reckon you could get him on a, 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 for a decent fee. It depends how long he's on his contract. I'm, I'm thinking 30. Well, we're linked with Aaron Ramsey, aren't we? On a free. Oh, yeah, he's, so on, a he's free, on a free. Yeah, that'd be a great signing. You'd have to... You'd, I think what they were saying in the local press is that we would have to go and give Arsenal money in January to avoid the bidding law because yeah. you wouldn't win. There's we the, did that with Keita a little bit. I think you're a link with him. I, yeah, I think you, Juventus is yeah. a link for him. Wasn't there a news article that said the ridiculous, the ridiculous fee in January? Arsenal would want a ridiculous fee in January and said Everton would look to pay him, just, just to get him in. Oxley Chamberlain, didn't he? He was out of contract yeah. 12 months later Sanchez? and we had to pay... 30 odd. It? it nearly 40, wasn't it? Yeah, like 38, something like that. Tonight. Sanchez right. as well in January. Yeah. They got money for him, didn't he? he had six Keita as well, left. he had six months left. Yeah, yeah I mean... You probably save a bit on wages as well because once they're on a free... The striker one's the more difficult one because I just don't think you're going to spend big money. And I'd upgrade Tosin and Davies and Shorts. I'd upgrade both. Mm. Yeah. What I, I, remind me what happened with Giroud because the talk that he's leaving Chelsea, isn't it? Would he, you not he, have Giroud as your backup? His, his missus put the. She wouldn't want to live in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah she wouldn't want to leave London. Like, you know what I mean? But now he's at United, which is always the missus, isn't it? Well, he was in. Cumin said after he got sacked, he, he he had an interview and he said Giroud was in the door. He, he was. Because he's, he he's was really for you, isn't he? World Cup, a, a World Cup. Yeah, he said, "I'll come in and you know, I'll I'll do this." He's got some ego him now. He wants to be the main man. No, well, can he can he demand being the main man? The main man. Now what is he? Certainly World Cup winner. Is he is he the main man of Chelsea? He's done all right for them. Only because Morata's gone off the boil big time. He certainly yeah, would have yeah. been the main man. There was. Doesn't that, come to Evans to sit on the bench. Him. He's well, got well too much on the bench, but you know he. You would change, yeah. All right, so you'd start him, yeah, and you'd probably change your, your formation to get the rest of them around him and stuff. But well, he's Tosan esque, isn't he? And his style is just, just well better. Yeah. He's just a better, yeah. Yeah, better finisher, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a good question. I just think I, I, I appreciate, it, but I just think January is not the window to be going spending, as you said, big money, yeah, like big, massive big money, money. No, but it's, it can be a good window to get bargains. Though we got Coutinho in January, we got ah, storage right, in January. Like, <laughs> Yep. Do you know what I mean? We, we've got, we've done all right in January. Van Dijk, Van Dijk in January. Not wearing cheap, like I wouldn't no. call it a bargain. But I think yeah. Silver will be doing business in I January. Would. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I do think he'll be doing business in January. I don't think really he's anywhere near done. Mm. Uh, so the bargains maybe like the freebies maybe he might know some like a little gem like he found Bernard on a free sound. 
But I just think to go and spend the big, big money, no, not in January. Mm, okay. Wait till the summer. Right, okay. So next question, a poor question. Terry, you might have been having sleepless nights about this one. If you go to the bios on our website, you'll see that Terry said that Bobby Firmino is one of his all-time Liverpool favourites. And this question's about him. It says, there's lots of... Sorry, this is from Sid on the website. Lots of rumours Barca are looking at Firmino. I can see why. He will be a great foil for Messi. The question is, can you see Bobby doing a Coutinho if they make a bid? Um... Which I, I presume is ruffle, ruffle some feathers and look to move, publicly book to move. And I mean, you know what? I hate putting any faith in footballers because they, at the end of the day... Especially South got, Americans. But they've got a short career, you know what I mean? And yeah. they, they want to maximise their money and you know their chances of you know, winning things and all that. So they're always looking out for themselves. That's that, you know, that's, and that, we've seen that time and time again. So you wouldn't want to really put any sort of money on it that he wouldn't. Yeah. I'd hope that he wouldn't. And he doesn't seem the type, to be honest. He hasn't said anything at all that makes you think he's looking to get over to Spain and play for one of the Madrids or Barca's. Whereas Coutinho, he always sort of talked about... Did he before the interest? Yeah, because his, I don't know, it's <coughs> something, something to do with his family and stuff. We're, we're yeah. living out there and stuff yeah, like that. In the same was. way that Suarez's wife was, was, yeah, was living out there. Because he played for Espanyol and I think yeah, they stayed. Yeah, so they stayed there. So there was always that, you know that sort of link, you know, where he'd, he'd mentioned it in the past and stuff and then he always sort of played it down cause, until he didn't. And But Firmino's never said anything other than he's loving That's it. That's grand. I never said nothing, no. Suarez didn't, did he say anything? It's like South Americans have got I've got an affinity for, for Real and Barca. Well, Suarez did, didn't he? Because he, he was in Uruguay and his wife had moved, or his girlfriend at the time had moved to Europe with their family and he lived in Spain, just outside Barcelona. Yeah. And then he went to play in Holland yeah. And, and you know, then he came to England, but it was always with the aim of getting to it, like getting back to Spain oh, you know, and playing and that. playing for Barcelona. So via Arsenal, yeah, well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think he always had that that was on his mind one. to get to Spain because he's always she lived there and he he was never living with her. Do you know what I mean? So that's Can I ask a question. Sorry, do you know, like obviously, this obviously I'm wouldn't be till the summer if anything happened, but it's not any way of bait. But do you know, if Liverpool have another season of not winning anything, which potentially highly unlikely with the ways your ways have started. Do you think that could potentially sway him to to think, do you know what, I wanna I wanna win things? Maybe. I think if you're getting into finals, what more can you ask for than the trophy? That? I mean yeah, but did Barcelona win the Champions League last year? I think with Barcelona though, I think just you just know they will win something. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You look at Coutinho and all right, it's it's easy with hindsight. But I guarantee that when we were in that Champions League final, he was looking, thinking, "I can't believe I've moved to Barcelona and then the Champions League final." Just you know, the, the season. I'm, what, I'm one gone. one thing I do disagree with uh, that Sid said is that the perfect foil for Messi. I don't see it like that. I mean, I tell you who he might replace, and I know Barcelona potentially actively looking to replace him. Suarez. Is Suarez? Yeah, but he and is it, the foil for Messi. And if there's going to be a deal, Suarez nah. little swap deal. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll Thirty young three, enough, maybe or thirty-two. So I'd love him back. So don't get me wrong. Filled, you would, you would let Firmino go. <laughs> no, no like, it's soften the ball. Go. This is the player that you would, you would not want to leave before Salah. You, you let him go for Suarez. No, I wouldn't let him go. I but I tell you what, now though, if you're, I think because part of the question, does he say who would you replace? Um, no, he doesn't. But if you were going to look for a right, yeah, I just added that <laughs> bit on. If you were going to look for a player to replace Firmino and say, well, who's the ideal to replace him? It's, it's virtually impossible. Is he the same type it is Suarez. It actually is Suarez. Listen. Suarez is 
a better Firmino on his day. The difference is he's 32 or 33. Yeah, long so time, it doesn't work. It, it wouldn't soften the blow because it'd last for a year. Yeah. And then you've got to replace who we've identified as the key man in our setup. So for me, I, I, I hope that he doesn't because I, I, will, I will be gutted. I just can't see how we replace him. It's so difficult. You know, when we had that with Suarez, when he left, we tried to get Sanchez in, who you think is the perfect replacement for Suarez, and it, it, it didn't work. And no. then we were knackered, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who did we end up with? Ricky Lambie. Yeah. What a player. Just like, yeah. a B- bigger and better players have had the heads turned by Suarez is by Barcelona, by the way. I, I think anyone. If they come in, if they come yeah. in, we've got Could a serious he, problem. What, what, what age is, is Firmino, sorry? Firmino? Yeah. 26, maybe. So do you think, like, obviously, so that a lot of Barcelona's players, like, are coming to, like, the, the 30 plus. Yeah. So do you think this could be a case of, like, we want the younger players, like, yeah, of course. They, they, year, like, they're going to be on a the, rebuild then. Yeah, well, it's, and, it's uh, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry, give me a figure. I was just for, thinking for that. How, how, how much would he, not how much would you take? How much realistically do you think that Liverpool would say? Didn't one of our mates for Firmino? I want Liverpool's figure I reckon, and I want McGivens. I reckon figure. Liverpool would demand probably almost Coutinho money, which was what one sixty, one forty-five, something like that. I know that might sound. You might think no way, but you don't watch him every week, and he's more important to us than Coutinho was. So, oh, yeah. if Liverpool weren't demanding that, I'd be very, very, very disappointed in the yeah. club, to be honest, because. Who'd you go out and replace him with? Yes. So I don't think he's worth that. Yeah, we don't watch him every week, mate. That's, no, that's, 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 that's a fair comeback. I, but I watch. I watch the and when you look at his stats, it's, he's actually really hard done by. In in our team, there's no one who who, who does what is who can do his job. I just I, don't see anyone who his goal record is actually really good, even though he isn't a ridiculously ruthless finisher. His assist record is exceptional. Is is he's unselfish? He's nearly he's a one in two. Great. He's a one in two goalman. Yeah, he's, no, he probably makes my, more tackles than most defenses. My point own. is, listen, I get why he's like him because he's unselfish. He scores lots of goals and he's part of a very good team. I understand that. From my point of view, for the opposition, when, I, when we're playing Liverpool, I don't fear him. When I was watching the Champions League final and I wanted you to get beat, if he'd have gone off for not Salah, that's a, it wouldn't have bothered me. I, I don't think he's that much of a threat to yeah, other teams. Only, I think now, maybe off the ball and, and little things he does wrong, yeah. as, as, as part of a system. Your system is, yeah, oh is a yeah. threat to no, teams. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's as an individual, to us. Individually, no. Not. And you've made this point in the past, Phil, haven't you? Like, I've said he's like exceptional. And I think you've made the point that in our team... Yeah, in our team. He is. And what he's worth to us, he's probably not worth to Barca. Teams fear, teams not, fear no. your system. They don't fear Firmino. But yeah. they're paying our fee if they want to get him Well, exactly, yeah. I don't think Coutinho was worth that money. It doesn't because matter. Because he was inconsistent. No, not he wasn't worth to us, but he is to Barca. But he is to Barca, so it's a, it, you know. But it, we, we're selling him for what he's worth to us, not what he's worth to them. So what's your figure, genuinely? I'd love, you should, I'd love, I can't wait for Well, this. okay, let's say 140 mil come in. Would I be happy to let him go for that? Like, yeah, Sam, that's, that's enough. I still wouldn't. No. I wouldn't so be like happy to let him go figure. My Phil Roberts, let him oh, go God. figure, is like 180. <laughs> I think I think you'd get. But I I'm think not you'd saying that's hook. what's realistic in the market or what Liverpool will consider. But Jesus. less than that, I'm thinking, oh, I'm gutted, and I'm worried about what we're going to do I, next. Honestly, I can't explain. You, if you don't watch me every week, you, you won't get it. You, it might sound ludicrous. I just don't understand who in world football we go out and buy who does exactly what he does for us. You just don't want like obviously the casino thing rumbled on all you the way like like, see, like for for a while the Suarez thing did. You just don't want this. Like it's it's only it's only middle of October. You don't want this to rumble on. It's mad how the Spanish teams use the media yeah. to do that to you, isn't it? Yeah, like and never, ever get 
No. Holds up for it, doesn't my head. Because it's talking via the media. It's yeah. like it's that La Marca, isn't it? The official paper. That's just yeah, what yeah. I was just about to say. Yeah. The paper, once it's in that Marcia. paper, it's, it's basically written. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I'd quite like the club to just come out and just go, this is never going to happen. Has so he just, just signed a five-year deal? Yes, they do yeah. that with a long-term yeah, deal. Yeah, he but you've done that with Coutinho, deal. didn't you? You said no. I haven't been watching yeah, that, That's no why chance. we got the fee. That's why we got the fee we did. To be fair, though, there was clear interviews that uh, Coutinho had given all that. I can't find where this has come from. Like, you don't address things that are absolute BS. You know what I mean? Where's it come from? He's probably... Well, he's, no, he's, he's, the lad who answered the question, is it Sid, is he? Yeah. He's obviously just a bit fearful. I know there's... Because yeah, yeah, he's seen no, it happen. There no, is stuff. There's rumours. There's about him, rumours on Twitter Oh, I know it's everywhere, but can you find a quote? Because normally it'll say, like, oh, speaking with such a, me- such a you know media after the Brazil game or something like but that. But this is what they do, isn't it? They float trial balloons, I think, and then... They probably wait and see if his agent rings us. He's heard this. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, he's heard this. Sounds yeah. a bit sorry. It looks like Coutinho has told Barca to go and get him. To go and get him. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Unlucky, unlucky Philly. Not happened, lads. No, you can have good. Neymar back on PSG. <laughs> he wants back to the That's so, what no. I mean. Um, Neymar's two hundred mil. I wouldn't swap Firmino for Neymar. No chance. Serious. I think he's a mad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it's the blinkers on. Yeah. I, you don't We've got no it? reason to have blinkers on, no. You always do. listen. I get it. You no always love your own players. I'm the same. No. Do we though? No. You just no. love them. You, you prefer to Firmino being better than Neymar. Yeah, there. but I wouldn't say that about the other Liverpool players. I'm not just saying it about everyone. For Liverpool us, Millsy is is crucial to everything that we do. So, I you won't find me. I ain't crying over Coutinho going, even though in your in yours and probably everyone else's mind who's looking at him thinking we're screwed. He was class. Although you actually. Once upon a time, said he wasn't worth the eight point five million we paid for. <laughs> whatever, but and you know that's true. Right? I remember the few when he went, and I remember not from me. I remember, I remember the few when Suarez went as well. Yeah, because he was he was equivalent. He was vital to every single thing that we done yeah. in that team in that season. He was he was everywhere. He was a captain that weren't wearing the armbands. He was scoring the goals. He was getting assists. He was just a phenomenon. I so, knew that what happened to Liverpool was going to happen when we sold Suarez. Yeah. Because it was impossible. That's why I back Brendan Rodgers to this day. That's <laughs> another That's another story that me and that Terry have had a murder over. You write a book on that. <laughs> right, okay, we'll move on. Um, this one's from Aaron via the website. Good feature on the City LFC combined team. Um, can you do a Man United Everton one? Um, so, yeah. Um, well, it was Judge's idea, and he, he seems to have vanished. So me, me and Neil, I'll take over. I think last week the question was what Liverpool players would get into the City team, which is a little yeah. bit different to can you make a combined eleven? Yeah. So we'll, to be fair, we'll, we'll say Jose Mourinho was the manager. It's their system. Yeah. If they were given a checkbook and every Everton player was available, who would they sign? Keeper, David De Gea. No chance. Yeah. He's, he gets in. David De Gea. Yeah. Right back. Um, Seamus Coleman or Antonio Valencia both really really good right backs yeah both really good their centre halves look we I'm not a big fan of Michael Keane he's got the shirt at the minute Zuma's got the shirt I haven't seen I haven't seen enough of of Zuma to to say he's a a top centre half but what I do know is Jose Mourinho is literally hating his centre halves at the minute he doesn't rate them he doesn't want to play them so for that I'd say whichever two Everton centre halves have got the shape we're getting that team. I don't know about that. To be honest, I, I, me, I think that's a very it. tough one to say, mate. Like given that last yeah, season, their, their defence was, was the only solid thing they had going for them last year. Maybe this season on form, 
Who's that French fella? They play? Eric Bailly yeah, is, is a joke. Yeah, is I he? wouldn't. Yeah, I thought he, he was all right. He was all right last Marcus year. Marcus Rojo. Uh, then you've got the lights. The Phil like, Jones. Phil Jones and Chris no, Small. No, Smalling no, had serious no. potential at one point. So yeah, but me, I'd say no, no, no about Michael Keane. Yeah, to I be would. honest. I'm only saying that because he's got the shit. Our two centre-halves would get in their team based on Jose Reno being the manager of this hypothetical 11. Right. He doesn't want to play their two centre-halves. He doesn't want to play two let six. It, it doesn't mean he wants to play yours. We tried to sign Jerry Mina. Fair point. This is when the I just De Bruyne wasn't in the city Liverpool one. It was madness. They're all garbage. Okay, so, so, <laughs> so, we'll go, so we'll go two to Everton centre-halves. Left-back, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Young, sorry, Luke Shaw... Or Lucas Dina. I'd say Luke Shaw, probably. On, yeah. on, his, on his form in the season. Yeah. Just got a new five-year deal as well. He's about he? to be the highest-paid defender, isn't he, at the club? It's mad that, isn't it, that he's actually even signed a new deal, eh? I know. He fell out with Mourinho, he's being bullied by him and stuff. He's, he love, he uh, his injury now. record, do you think that he Must be good management, though. Because yeah. I, went, I went into Shaw. I, I thought Young was well better than him. Well, Shaw was good when he was in Southampton he came from. Yeah. Luke Shaw. Yeah. He was good. He was there were some teams in for him, wasn't there? Yeah, he was... He was, was good for a kid, though, weren't he? So, I thought. Yeah, yeah. We're doing the 4 2 3 1. No, that's what they play. They play two sitters, yeah. three behind one. So, looking at their, their midfielders, so their sitter would be Matic, has to walk in there. And then, do you put Garner Guy next to him? Or do you put a Paul Pogba in there? Or Andre Herrera in there? Or a Tom Davies in there? No, not Tom Davies. So, who's, who's, your, who's your two sitters? Matic for me. Well, to be fair, I think Pogba, you play further up. I like that um, Andre Herrera. For I me. like Herrera. I think you play Matic. Uh, sorry. Matic and thank, Herrera. Thank you. Is Herrera, Herrera better than Fedrissa Gay? Most of the stats Yeah, you've just seen that. So it's the start of it. But I like Gay and I absolutely I'd despise Herrera. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was I'd, I'd, say, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say my two no, there would, would be Matic and Gay. Matic and Gay will go with. So the, the three advanced midfielders. Pogba. So let, let's do our three first. So based it, on what? It, it would be. He's got the ability. Yeah, but based on what, mate? What are you talking? Pogba, just on his name. No, he just on his name. He's got the ability. Like he, he can literally. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Pogba. I'm what? not. What are you I, saying, Terry? These are saying who's the three attacking midfielders. And oh, Pogba, Neil instantly yeah. just went Pogba. And You've I'm got to like, Pogba. Lots of ours, you'd say Richardson, um, Sigurdsson, and Walcott. Would be the the three attacking midfielders. Pogba, Lingard, Bernard, sorry, Mata, yeah, Fred. They've got Mata, uh, Lingard, Mata's in it for me. And I love Mata. I'd say Mata, hundred percent. One Mata would get in a, a three yeah, behind a one, and then you'd probably say, I'd say Pogba would get in there. Yeah. And based on this season's form, I'd put Richarlison in there as well. No, no space for Sigurdsson, man. Not open. Sigurdsson not open or Mata. No. I'm with you. And then the, the big man up front, Big Ni- Rom. Nias, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I got confused, yeah. Big Rom, yeah. You've got to put Rom up, up top, yeah. Well, the, the other option would be what? It would be Rashford, or it would be Nias, Tosin, or Carver-Lewin. I, 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 like, I, I like, like Rashford a lot. He's yeah, a top player, me too. Like, like Lukaku, obviously. What if you're playing behind in Richarlison's position? I mean, there's no blues. <laughs> Pogba's an interesting one for me it's almost a god I've got him in that team I, I, okay, I, I, I'll be honest when he here, fancies it he's, he's good and then dis- other times I think you're absolutely we had this discussion in our, in our main lads group the, the, the mix Everton and, and the poor group and Pogba's and I'm, I was on the I was on the agreement with that Pogba's not the greatest he's not he's so inconsistent and he is he's got all the talent but he just doesn't say, show he has it. got all the talent but people are blaming like in a fancy team if you're, if you're like 
you've got you would have to put him in there. Why? Because he costs loads of money and no, he's got a no, name. Of, no, because he has got. Hang on a minute, Let me, Terry. You are his big. We're his biggest for you, fan in the prem. Oh, okay. He just doesn't. No, hang he's on. Not the same player under Mourinho or in the prem. In the prem or being played with all that defensive responsibility. He hasn't done it in the prem since with, he came with back, that, that defensive responsibility. He hasn't done it. So. In the Prem, in Italy, and that can happen. Some players can look fantastic in Italy. We've got loads of time on the ball and stuff like that. In the Prem, I would not say Pogba's even, for me, in the top five midfielders. Top. I think you give him to Klopp or Guardiola, you see a serious player. Hmm. Maybe. So in short, how many players is that? Everton have got him. So you've got the two, <laughs> two centre-halves, address a guy, and Richarlison. I'll give you guy. That's it. So four, so four into 11. <laughs> I'll give you one. What a surprise. <laughs> Um, so you didn't put the Bruno last week, mate. So it's I fine. wasn't here. I'd have gone with a few more of yours, to be honest. <laughs> Who would you put in then? I like Sigurdsson. I think he's a good player. Matter though. Don't, don't underrate Sanchez, Sanchez like. as well. Remember? No, Sanchez, Sanchez as no. well. Yeah. They're like, if you're based on this, yeah, like, based, based on, on this, form or based on I, ability, mate, because he was, he was Arsenal, unbelievable at Barcelona. Well, not at Barcelona, not at Arsenal. At Arsenal, yeah, he was. He was based on Barcelona, form. You based on form. You throw Sigurdsson in. So that concludes the social media section. So we're moving on to a review of the games. Yeah, then? just before review. we do, I just want to say that there's, there's a lot of questions there we couldn't get to, and yeah. we, we do appreciate that the, the feedback. Some people aren't leaving um, contact details, so we do try and email people back with answers, and sometimes available on the on the chat on the on the website as well. So if we can't get to you, we will try and email you back and, and have, have yeah. a chat. So make sure you do leave some contact details. We, we may even try and obviously some of the questions that we do get we can't answer. I don't know if it's possible. Uh, Teddy, we can try and maybe throw an extra page on the website and try and answer the questions if that's what we can do going forward. Neil's giving Teddy more jobs. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, mate. No problem, mate. Yeah. Teddy's going to do that for everyone. We should probably explain as well. It's gone quiet from Judgy. Um, he's not sulking. He's had to get off. He's gone to his daughter's parents, uh, evening. parents evening. Yeah. So couldn't get that one past the boy. The, the Blues are good guys. <laughs> okay, we started we started with Everton last week, so we'll we'll finish with Everton this week and start with Liverpool in relation to the games. I think you guys have got Huddersfield away on it's a Saturday three o'clock. Saturday, yeah. Old school three pm. You've got to be confident going there and winning. Yeah, I mean, I'd be very disappointed if we didn't come back with the, with all the points. To be honest, um, they haven't had a great start to the season. Um, we've got to be going there and, and looking to well get them. F- you know, well, can't really get all the front three far in because possibly two of them are injured. But you know, that would have been the ideal game. You'd, you'd have thought for for them to basically, as Neil said before, get that monkey off the back and you know shut some people. Do you think up it's, dang- it's dangerous playing a team like that. Um, you possibly had less players in international duty and more time to to work on their bad start. And, and yeah, but mate, from what I've seen of them this season, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it or whatever. <laughs> but from what I've do. seen of them this season, <laughs> they're struggling. Mm. You know that that. They don't look like a team that's going to be able to survive. I don't think in the Premier League, and I, I would, you know, no matter how how long they've got to prepare, I would hope that we could go there confident that we're going to take them three points. Time so, to rotate with one eye on the. Well, I think I don't think it's necessarily it's time to rotate. I think it's forced, think it's forced to rotate. We've lost a lot so, of players over international. Yeah, duty. yeah, we've got Marnie who has a hand surgery on Wednesday. <laughs> Apparently, he's right. still in contention, but I don't see how you can have an operation on he, Wednesday. He played with a bandage, didn't he? Uh, yeah, in his international I think game. So this, yeah. I read the, sur- the surgeon said that if he plays, it's going to make it. It's going to make it worse. If he falls on, if he falls on it, it yeah, and it's not unlikely in a game of football, is it? So. I, I would say that Marnie's not going to be Didn't missed. Van Dijk come off injured as well for Holland? Yeah, but he ate his ribs playing for Liverpool. 
the other week, didn't he? Uh, he tried he, to play. He's, he's played three games with a rib injury, apparently. Do you know It's because he's captain. He wouldn't have played that game if he weren't captain. In the yeah, Nations well, League. Oh, yes. Well, he said he wanted to play, and it was a big game. I can't remember who they were playing. Germany, wasn't it? Spain, yeah. Germany was, sorry, yeah. He, he wanted Spain. to play, and then by the sounds of it, Holland have sort of said, well... I think Koeman came. Here's Koeman who manages Holland now. He scored he, as well, fantastic. Didn't he, he came out and said, you know, sometimes you've got to give the club a reward because I think they let Van Dijk go because he wanted to play, even mm. though he was injured. And then they've said, right, you're playing that one big game, and then he's back with us now. But apparently he's had this rib injury. I don't necessarily think it's a broken rib because I broke my ribs and can't play. With you that. can't play, you know, with, unless. And you risk like punctured lungs and stuff mm. if you're playing with a general. He's well harder than you, though. Well, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. The thing is, I didn't take needles in my ribs and all that to go to work. So, um, but you know, he, 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 we had a, we had a couple of big games, and he wanted to play in them, so he's played injured. Um, but for me, if, if he's generally got a rib injury, I'd rather, given that we've got. Huddersfield, and then I can't actually think who the next game is. It's another. It's a Red Star, you got Red Star, Belgrade. We got next Red week. Star, but then our next Premier League game is it's Huddersfield, Cardiff. and then a uh, Cardiff. Yeah, that's right. And I would hope that you know we, we could rest them possibly, yeah, and you see Gomez go back in the back in coming the in and Lovren. playing as well. You know, we said we talked about it before, but Lovren played well against City, apart from that one mistake. So you're thinking Huddersfield, Lovren, and Gomez. Should be that's enough. enough. It's concerning if it's not, isn't it? behind them. If it's not, then we're not title no, contenders. That's not just the only injuries. You've got Keita who's done his hamstring, yeah. hasn't he, as well? Uh, Keita, um, hamstring, he got piggybacked off in piggybacked the international. Off. He didn't even have a stretcher for him. So it's not his shoulder, pi- pig- that's all. No. Uh, done a thigh. Oh. Playing th- so he's out. We're proper cursed of internationals, aren't we? I think he's out, Salah. Um, and I- even if he isn't, maybe it's a good excuse to sort of get him out and to take him out the firing line a little bit. Because so, do, you change, do you change system there? Um, if he's out, or do you just potentially if Marnie and him are out, then maybe we'll have to change system so because you'll play Shakiri and uh, Sturridge. Sturridge, thank you. Yeah. Unless he moves from Eno onto the wing, which I'm not a big fan of. Play Sturridge and put Shakiri in. Yeah, you know what I mean. As, and and then you go with that front three. Yeah. Um, I don't know really. Mil- Milner's injured. Milner's out. And if Milner and Cater are both out, yeah, we're well, struggling there. Well, you you and might end up seeing Henderson pushing up a little bit. Yeah. With Wijnaldum and yeah. then Fabinho. Yeah. Might come it's going to have to be, isn't it? The dream. Because who else is there that you can bring in there? No one. Well, well Lamar's Lallana's looking good again. I know, but he's in got training. no football. Seen year, him in he? training. <laughs> Bangs one in the top in. You've gone from YouTube. being overloaded with midfielders. Just to loads of injuries, though, haven't yeah. In that midfield space. Crisis. No, so, it's it, come it, at the it, right it, time. If, if it's going to come, it's, you know, Put his fields and cards up, isn't it? exactly, that's it. We got through a rough patch, didn't we? No, I don't want to sort of take them as a given because, it, you know what I mean, that's just bound to... Premier League's Mil- not like Mil- that, is it? licking his lips. I can see him open next week that we've all said it's an easy one and I'll be week, on he's going to be like that. <laughs> There'll be a solo show next <laughs> week. We'll pitch a tent outside. But, Do you know what's um, good? Them, all them players, the likes of Fabinho and all that, they, they want to stake their place, aren't they? So they should be really fired up. You should be a good tempo and... You know, I'm hoping that they're going to come out keen to impress, yeah. and we should turn them over. Shakiri's the one who I think, you know, given that if Mane and Salah are both doubtful, he's got to be playing because that performance he put in against Southampton. Do you know what I mean? He was, he was man of the match. He got took off at half time. He, yeah, he he should be chomping at the bit to get in. And he, if he if he plays the way he played against Southampton, he's going to give Klopp questions. I think. Yeah. You because know, if he has, well, he only spot. got taken off because of his defensive issues. But like that matters less against Huddersfield, I would say. Mm. 
So. so you think for Liverpool as well, like you haven't won your last four, I think obviously Huddersfield and Cardiff potentially have come at the perfect time. I always think like, I know you have played obviously better teams than Huddersfield. City, Chelsea twice. Yeah, and Napoli, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Napoli, wasn't it? So yeah. I think that this game has come at the perfect time. The injuries probably, probably haven't helped, but you would expect to, you would expect to, your predictions and presumably will be used to win, so... Absolutely. Mills is a man maybe different, so... <laughs> what is your prediction, NT? I'm going to go 3-0 Liverpool. I've gone 4-0 with that one. Okay. Before we move on to Everton, you've got another game next week. Red Star Belgrade. Due to the, the loss in Napoli, is this now must win? And I say must it's in... It's still a, in your hands, isn't it? Must sorry? is in yeah. italic. Yeah. Okay. Is it must win? I think it's must win at home. Yeah. Champions League. It's supposed to be the whipping boys. So, I think if you get beat by them... Then yeah, your you, your back's right up against the wall. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that game, and, uh, and I ex- expect us to turn them over. To be fair, well, who did they beat Napoli? Did they beat Napoli um, or draw? I think it was. Yeah. They, Napoli, they, they, yeah. Draw a, they drew against Napoli. Yeah. yeah. So that's your chance to overtake Napoli, then, isn't it? Because I got confused. Yeah. I thought Napoli had, had beat them, and then obviously if we win them both games, I think we only need no. We, right, you'd yeah. argue we probably need a point out of Napoli at home and PSG away. It's mad what a loss can do in a small group, isn't it? Yeah. It can be damaging. Mm-hmm. Champions League, 10 points, isn't it? To yeah. get you through the group. So that's all your home games and a point on on the road. Yeah, their fans, are, are, even though they're banned, there's, there's talk of them all coming over in the thousands. Well, they flooded Paris. Mm-hmm. So in the, the police, home ends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the police are on high alert, like, so, yeah. They're um, not going to get tickets for the like, the usual sellout you're in, no matter, well, you're in, no matter what. Well, well are, they, are, are, they, are, they, are they under a full travel ban? I think they are. They're not meant to be in the city. When they're not allowed to be in a, in a European grounds when the, the team are playing. So I don't know what they've done. What it is? Right, the right, out so the is Anfield is going to be 100% in theory. Liverpool. Yeah. Not even going to be in a way end. They haven't gone away. They though. haven't. They're not allowed <laughs> to sell tickets. But when yeah. was the PSG they played? And that those, yeah, those PSG one thousand of their fans scattered round and there was murder. Yeah, there was like I said, there's, there's touts everywhere. There's people who will make a book on them and just say yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll necessarily be murder at Anfield. Well, there's high, there's high alerts. Mad over there already. They said the police are on high alerts. Sorry, yeah, they're not Italians, like boys. Right, I'll be there, lads. I'll sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> All our red listeners, make sure you stay safe. And if you feel any trouble, just shout Phil. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, who have you got coming up then at the weekend? We have Crystal Palace on Sunday, four o'clock at home. We're actually, oh, four o'clock. We're the only game on Sunday. There's no like games prior to us or, or after us, which is a bit strange. You think the I know what the happened there. The entire of the country will wake up on Sunday thinking, here we go. Everyone pass, bastards. It's a big chance. It is a tough game. They're struggling the it's bit. a big chance for us in relation to getting three wins on the bounce because mm. we beat, um, who's our home we beat? Fulham. Fulham, thanks Neil. Okay. And then we beat Leicester away. So on paper, you'd be looking at, at beating them and keeping a good run going. Um, on paper is never the same as in real life. Palace are going to come, like Terry rightly said, they're, they're struggling. They'll be coming, possibly with a game plan to nickel points, and we do not play well against teams who, who don't open up. We're, we're now a team with with pace up front and a little bit of guile with Sigurdsson and, and Bernard who need teams to be expansive against us and that we can find those 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 pockets and, and get, get in behind. sitting back, though. They're not in sitting back, but away. Yeah. It's looking to maybe be solid and get Sahara away. Counter. But is he doubtful? Yes. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. There's, there's, there's a, um, 
Nee, of certainly because they're a different team without him. Yeah, what do you think the, of him sulking? Have you seen him sulking recently about getting fouled too much and not getting protection and all that? He does get booted, like. Yeah. I think he's a top player. To be I'm fair. disappointed to see him come out crying about that, though. Just get on with it, isn't it? I know, but there's only so much, you know. And he's a, he's obviously a young lad, and if he's getting booted and stuff, and he's thinks, you know, that eventually I'm going to end up badly injured here. Mm. Eventually, it, it gets to a point where doesn't it? Where you're like, suppose you think you speak out, the referees might listen to me. We've got some players coming back as well, which is going to be interesting because you know we have won the last two games, and you know, it's that old chestnut. You don't change your winning team, mm-hmm. but when when your record centre half signings fit, yeah, and you you're on loanee from Barca, who you want to have a look at with a subject to buying, and you know you're in October already. It's fit. Yeah. You, don't, you don't change the team. I can't. It's one of those. I think. Sil- I think Silva is less old school in relation to you don't change your winning team. I think he's more sort of. I will change the team. Well, and I will rotate. In the league cup. Exactly. Yeah. And that backfires. Yeah, he, done seven, he, done seven he also changed the winning team when we beat Fulham three 0 We beat Fulham three 0 He changed the team the next week and dropped the striker. Mm. Striker who didn't score, Carvalho Loon. But you know, oh, he yeah, won yeah. a penalty. We still won three 0 and he changed it. Like, I'll be honest. I got a bit of stick off of Gary last time um, when we were previewing the um, the Leicester game and I said we should be going to Leicester and beat. I'm sorry, but we should be going to Goodison and beating Crystal Palace. We should, there. but on, on papers, like I said, it's, it's different to real life. I'm I'm hoping they come, and they're not smart. The fact that we need to set back, I hope they come with it. Let's go and get three points. Everton aren't that good. I think that that if that happens, I think we'll win quite comfortably. I, I think yeah. I think we will win quite comfortably. To be honest can, I, can I just ask? Is there a chance Silver rotates the goalkeeper after that spectacular mistake that he made? The best thing about this is I got a text on Wednesday, you know what I mean? and, like it, and it said Pickford's just done an Allison, so they already know how, how bad their keeper is because they're referring <laughs> to mistakes as being an Allison. Did you see like his distribution of Pickford as well? What of Pickford on the Jordan midweek? Terrible. No, didn't watch it. It wasn't Allison level distribution. Terry's not an England fan. Too many many players. It's just so funny because what he said. Like yeah, that's it. I'm never. He doing said I'm never doing that, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like I just said, you guys are referring to mistakes being an Allison. So you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if he's come out and said that, and then he does it a couple of weeks later, it's class, isn't it? It's just proper yeah, Everton. Proper Everton. Yeah, it's proper <laughs> Everton. And then you know, it's funny that you're saying that. It's proper Everton. It is. Yeah. You don't. You know, it, it, to answer your question, which I don't think was serious, you don't rotate the. No, what is your no. no. <laughs> I think he will. St- he'll stick with the front three, obviously. Like definitely, he can't. He wouldn't. Wouldn't obviously put bring Tosin back in, would he? Look, I don't know. This manager we've got now, I, I don't. I didn't think he'd change a winning team like I just said from the last home game, and he did. And um, like I just said again, I don't want to repeat myself, but two of his big signings are fit now. You'll learn a lot about his mentality, won't you? Yeah, the manager's mentality Does, against, against Palace. You'd like to think that a good manager would play the opposition, mm. and he'll see. Look, this is a game for this player, mm-hmm. and if he thinks this is a game for Sengtosen, fine, fine with me. If he thinks it's a game for Calvert Lewin. Not fine with me. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you're all clamouring to see Mina, but I think that's a big move, isn't it? To bring someone in who's been injured. This would be the game, no though. football. This would be the game. United's the next game. A big, a big grok of a centre half who'd go against what they got Benteke up front, have they? Mm. Yeah, if he fancies it though, he can cause me to Benteke. Oh, if he fancies I'm it, not going to go on record saying no, but you know, don't, he's, don't having, he's having a mare. This, he is having a mare. This would be the game to play him because it's a home game against arguably a, a lesser team. You wouldn't want to throw him in that anfield. Imagine if he got absolutely bullied to death by like, Benteke. I'd love that. I would the thing is, he used to do that for Villa. If you remember for Villa, he was like boom or bust, weren't he? He'd score like loads of goals and then just disappear for months and then he'd just bounce back and have another burst of goals. That's the way his career is. You, you just never. He's a handful in the air. For me, 
like I mentioned, if you use like obviously subjective injuries, obviously a bit of a nightmare. You've had your injuries, so your, your changes are forced. In relation to Everton, I think I don't want to happen what happened against in the the Carabao Cup. If we want to bring the likes of Mina, uh, get Mina and get Gomez from minutes, that's fine. Literally play our strongest team, which right now doesn't include them, unfortunately, because we haven't seen them play. Yeah, they may be the right. best. They may be the best two players in the world, but we haven't seen them play, so we can't say that yet. Get a bit of a comfortable lead, 2-0, whatever. Then if you want to make a change, that's a 50-60 minute sound. Give them 30 minutes, bring them in slowly. Do not start them. I think you're right. If he does start them, obviously I'll be, I'll be excited to see because I want to see them play. But I just think right now, we're a bit of a bit of a crest of a wave, aren't we? just want to keep that keep that run going. Yeah, momentum is crucial, isn't it? And, and let have it yes, right. No. You've questioned your defence, but... It's improved a little bit, hasn't it? Over well, we, nearly, the we nearly let it slip against the last, in the last minute. So. Is it going to help you to bring a completely new body in who, you know, was never played with any of them players? It's a, Neil's, me, Neil's not wrong in, in saying that you don't do that. I'm just saying that I don't know how Silver will approach you. I don't know if he's the kind of manager who will, like I said, play the opposition. Well, I know a lot of uh, quite a few Everton fans have said on Twitter when we got beat by at the Southampton they had about cup like that that he's stubborn and whatnot. So maybe then yet you think to so what I've paid X amount for. For Firmino, he's coming in no matter what. I want to see what. Yeah, he could do that, and that's fine. And we'll back him, and we'll obviously if it backfires, then yeah, enjoy the wrath. You know I mean? it'll it'll just come, and that will happen, unfortunately. But I just think for now, while we are on a, a two, it's only a two-game winning streak, but it's obviously it could turn into a three-game, and then we go to United. Going, it's a massive difference from going two games and then draw them at Palace. We're getting to be Palace to go to United. If we can go three games in three to United next week. That is massive. I'm not scared to go on to United. No chance. No reason to be anymore. No. Well, you shouldn't be, no, but they sort of... Was, there, was that last game? The Newcastle Newcastle one? game, they were 2-0 down and turned around. You don't know what around. that's done to, you know, for their sort of morale a little bit too mm. in their dressing room. Has that maybe repaired a little bit of the damage? And there's moments like that are crucial. It does, yeah, sometimes it just changes. It doesn't suggest that he's lost the dressing room, that does it? No. So, to be fair. You don't know, you know. So, What's predictions? Mills? Would let me to go first? No, I'll go first. I, I don't think it'll be a, a free-flowing game in relation to that. We, I think they'll come and sit and we struggle. I still think we're better than them, so I'll go with a nice tight 1-0, Evan. Uh, I will go for 2-0, Evan. Clean sheet. Uh, I think Judgey um, will we'll post um, Judgey's and Gary's yeah. predictions online, and that'll be done um, at the end of, yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so as always, get, get your predictions over to us on social media. We're on, on Twitter, Across the Park PC, Instagram, Across the Park PC. We're on Facebook as well, just search Across the Park Podcast. We always love to hear from you guys. Questions, like I said before, leave your email. If you can't read your question out next week, then we will give you an email back or a, or a chat on the website. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the football. We'll see you same time next week.